Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of WhoPod. My name is Blair Beveridge, and thank you for once again joining us here today. This week's guest is Classy Don Diego. Now, Don is somebody who I've known since around that vlogger search era of time in the Geek and Sundry community. Um, awesome dude. Just completely awesome dude. I actually got to meet him for the first time this past weekend. He was up in my neck of the woods, so I treated him to some poutine, as you do, and he treated me to some beers, as I guess Americans do. I like this this arrangement. We should add this as part of the NAFTA free trade thing. Anyway, um, Don is a podcaster. He started a show first on Google Hangouts and then transitioned into the podcasting world with hashtag cocktails. I'll be frank, uh, the rapid... Fire section, the section that I think I've mentioned in the past, is directly borrowed, hashtag borrowed, from Don's Cocktails podcast and and uh, a few other things that I've done along the way. He's just somebody that I, I've admired and, you know, I love his style in the podcast. And, and uh, yeah, so I've emulated some of those things, as you may hear. He's not shy in promoting himself, which is awesome. I love it when a guest is like that. Uh, I wonder if you can tell me at the end of this podcast what his YouTube channel is. Just just throwing it out there. Uh, he's also a musician, very accomplished and and uh, very talented. If you've heard any of his work, so I uh, recommend checking it out. Anyway, enough about the preamblingnessness. Let's get into the podcast itself. Hoop Pod number twelve, Classy Don Diego. Enjoy. G'day and welcome to another Who Pod. Today we are joined by Don. Say hello, Don. Hello, Don. There you go. Perfect. We are joined by the charming Joey. Charming am I? Oh, I don't know about that, darling. Keep talking. You're making me flush. And of course, our very own gangster Blair. (laughs) (laughs) You're totally going to regret telling that story, Blair. This is what I get. For, for, for talking before we turn the mics on for the air. Oh, well. For sharing. You shouldn't tell us anything about your life. Say <sighs> la vie. Say <laughs> la vie. So, Don, look, I'm going to jump straight into it. What is hashtag cocktails? Uh, hashtag cocktails was a Google Hangout a couple a couple of years ago, um, kind of fashioned out of the vaginal fantasy hangouts that geek, that kind of geek and sundries Felicia Day does, as well as with Veronica Belmont, Kyla Casby, and Bonnie Burton, who are awesome internet personalities in their own rights. Uh, in her show, you would take a romance novel for each month, and the women would go read it and then discuss it on air, as well as various fun uh, shenanigans and tangents that would ensue. I thought that the aspect that was really Really great about the show is actually not even the smutty novel despite the fact you know there are like dinosaur and weird like highlander celtic sorts of smut uh, romance novels out there what was really fun is the dynamic between the ladies it was very authentic and pure so i was like well what's the direct opposite of a vaginal fantasy i think it would be a cocktail uh, T-A-L-E-S so hashtag cocktails was born as a hangout where I would just bring on men I called it the manly show on the internet and we'd have various topics and we'd talk about it and we'd give our perspectives but uh, no, no way was it only based out of like being manly and this kind of stereotypical understanding of, of manliness because I also brought on various openly uh, gay uh, figures as well as had an all women episode which is a lot of fun and it ultimately became a show where it was just a bunch of people kind of getting together and then discussing a topic and kind of having a back and forth but being ultimately ultimately respectful about it and there's also various games i would do like towards the end of the, the show just for fun which uh, a couple of people i know personally have been ripping off on their own what who what that um, they make. i don't know what you're talking about no who that's a, that's a, that's a that's a good uh, expression good reaction is that freudian slip uh hmm. just just to jump in here um some of the sections that we use here on Hoopod were borrowed and i use the word borrowed from from our friend here classy don so thank you very much for allowing us to do this you're very welcome, wink, wink. But uh, so that's what Hashtag Cocktails was. And uh, it actually morphed from just a Google Hangout to a podcast as I was finding it. It was really, really hard to get five people all together, despite the various time zones. You guys kind of understand my uh, troubles here uh, to record a thing. So I found it would be a lot easier to do maybe one or two guests and uh, record just the audio for that into a podcast. So it became the Hashtag Cocktails podcast, which was a a little more structured and a little more one-on-one. But I still kept some of the fun questions and whatnots and 
and uh, I haven't done hashtag cocktails in a while, what was busyness with life and various other things, but it's something that I'm very, very proud of and should I ever need to do in the future. I, it's, a, it's a skill I've learned now, how to host n- not only a Hangouts show, but also a podcast. Yeah, sounds fantastic. I, I've actually got to look into that. So very importantly, do you drink a cocktail while you're hosting cocktails? So yeah, so part of the, the theme, I, I created the theme with that in mind. So like the intro tune has actually uh, you know us messing around with some rocks, pouring and then clinking drinks. And each episode of the Hangout Show, I would ask everybody what you were drinking and we'd all kind of go around. Uh, not always a cocktail. Sometimes it'd be German beer, sometimes American stuff. Sometimes uh, a good friend of ours, Dan Wallace uh, Blair, would constantly go into the heavy liquors, which is always fun because by the end of an episode, boy, would he be a blast. Uh, and so with some of our other guests um but it wasn't uh, a right requirement but it was something that we think kind of added to the uh the experience when i did the podcast proper uh i didn't really require that because we was mostly audio and like i said it was a little bit more serious on the podcast actually really fun story involving cocktail i mm-hmm. i'm not a drinker i'm really really boring i don't really like the taste of alcohol but i was out one night at this fancy cocktail bar and one of my friends from high school she made up her own mocktail and mm-hmm. the place didn't actually serve it. She just sort of made it up. So they came over to us and they asked us if they could use this sort of brand new mocktail cocktail for their menu. And we had to come up for a name uh, for it, which was really, really cool. I can't remember what we ended up choosing, but that was kind of a really exciting night that we made up our own cocktail, even though I never drank it. That's actually that hilarious that you should mention that because that was one of the games of the Hashtag Cocktails uh, hangout show. Was no I at the towards towards the end there was a segment called beer wine or other and i had searched scoured the internet for various funny names of beer wines or just random things so i get up there and you know like an easy one would be like sex panther is that a beer wine or another uh but other ones would be very very difficult like you know the red nose unicorn what does that sound like a beer does that sound like a wine you know sometimes because of red wine like that's what some people think they'll be like my bet is you know red wine or my bet is this and sometimes it'd be something weird like some sort of uh like only seen on tv device to clean your toilet like i'd find the most ridiculous things just switch it up and make it fun oh i want to play now um (laughs) (laughs) i'm really like i actually want to know what sex panther was was that a beer Uh, sex panther was a uh it it was actually a reference to anchorman it was a fictional uh cologne which oh, I, I, I'm so bad at this game. It's okay. It's a lot, a lot of fun anyway. And it's really not about winning. It's about listening to the redonkulous names that these things had. Don, it's always about winning. I want to win pointless games. <laughs> oh, okay. I, then I guess give me like a few moments in the background while you're all talking and I will create a new game for you. <laughs> Deal. So tell me a little bit uh, about your Dungeons & Dragons streams. I know you do a few uh, charity things with... Um, trainer Jody, who we actually had on one of the podcasts before could you tell us a little bit about that absolutely sure um just as many years ago as when i started hashtag cocktails and i actually became a part of the geek and sundry community trainer jody kind of approached me as doing a uh charity uh D game over at skype or google hangouts i forget which one and i'd never done D at the time but i was like all right this is a new experience and let me do that and i had a blast and i just kept coming back and every time you know either he or his uh, company offer geek alliance would you know either do a charity stream or just any of the regular twitch stuff i keep coming back in this campaign which now i think became to be known as the adventures of meh uh, so so I kind of rehashed this character of Paraguayno, who's a uh, six foot tall Arakakra, which is a birdman. I'm a pirate uh, who doesn't call himself a pirate. I'm merely a privateer. Thank you very much. And I'm just fascinated by coin, and I can't stop myself from stealing, um, borrowing people's coins, of course. Um, so I, I'd always kind of reprise that role. And uh, anytime we'd be trying to raise money for anything like that, I was I was on several of his streams for the uh, the critters hashtag critters. Uh, I think 48 hour stream. I did the meh session, which was like three and a half hours, and I did the eight hour session where I got to play Dema, who's a ranger who had lost a little bit of his mind and he had a pussycat named Yuri who he sure is a boy but anybody looking would realize it was a girl because he's lost his mind um so that, that was, was a, a really impressive fun. accent I I have a little bit of uh help being from eastern Europe so this is really easy for me thank you that is so cool so look you're also a moderator in the geek and sundry forums is that kind of like being hall monitor 
<laughs> Ouch. She went there. Uh, oh, she went oh. there. High five, Terilyn. High five. <laughs> it's actually like being a groundskeeper at a cemetery. No. Um, no, the Geek and Sundry Forums is the uh, hardcore of the hardcore like, old friends that I have from Geek and Sundry. Blair being one of them, actually. Um, there, was, there was a kind of great uh, resurgence or assurgence, I forget which is the English for that, of the forums right around the Geek and Sundry vlogger search several years ago. Uh, so part of that was I became a moderator and I helped out there and various things like that. And then Obviously, it's exploded now into the various YouTube shows and Twitch shows and all the Twitter stuff. But uh, there's still some, uh, the few, the proud, the GNS uh, forum community. I see you guys out there. Uh, and I'm, I'm a mod on there. So it's a lot of fun. A lot of my good friends from there. Uh, I went to SDCC for the very, very first time. I had no, I had nowhere to sleep. I had no badge, nothing. But I had all these people who were like, hey, we're going. We're all going to band together and all sleep in the same room. And I just took a chance. And I ended up making some of the best friends of my entire life. And we're going to do the exact same thing again. So yeah, the forums have done me great things over the years. Love the forums. Yeah, definitely. It's funny. I think I've mentioned before, I've never quite understood the love of forums and meeting people online. And it's not until I found Team Human that I went, wow, I, I found a place full of people just like me. And again, I have mentioned that before, but it does just really blow my mind how my perspective of these things can change once you find the your right own people. group. Yeah. yeah, the right people. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, if I can kick this to Joey and, and Blair, have you guys ever been part of a forum? I mean, Blair, I know one, but... I'm afraid to join the forum. <laughs> Not because like I hear nightmare stories or anything about it. I'm just I'm afraid mm -hmm. of being consumed by it because back in the day, um, when Charmed, for example, I'll throw that out there. When that was on air, and you know every oh single God, year it would get renewed. There was this really cool website. Um, I can't actually remember the name of it. It was a foreign one over in mm -hmm. Denmark, I believe. Uh, but it had like three different language settings, one of which was English. And the forums on there, oh my God, did those things go deep. They went deep in all sorts of directions. And I got consumed. Like, remember how Felicia talks about getting consumed with WoW? Well, this is, I got consumed yeah. like this with that forum. And I'm afraid to venture to the Geek and Sundry forum because I will get consumed and you'll never hear from me again. There's a lot there. Joey, well, just quickly, on the, on the charm subject, were you for Paige or were you all for Prue? Okay, long story short, um, I mourned uh, Prue for a while. I welcomed Paige, and for a while, I was kind of thinking, wow, Prue kind of stole the spotlight for quite a while, but mm. I, as mu much as I fell in love with Paige, I realized that there was a respect that Prue should have had no matter what, and because of the way that the studios were with the producer and not even allowing them to up the budget for the final episode and have at least one picture of her in the finale kind of upset me. But, mm. I mean, I, I love them both, but I have to say the way that they introduced Paige into that storyline was really well thought of. Like, I mean, you're at a point where either the show is canceled or you have to change the actress and then the show gets canceled halfway through. But the way that they did it was really genius, and I loved it. Yeah, because I already worked up to the point that the mother had had an affair with a white lighter. So it was all very clever the way they did that. Um, and just also before I go back to Don, very exciting news. The Charm cast are coming to Sydney Supernova in June. So I think I might head down so I can meet Piper and Leo. God, first she's talking yeah, about Comic-Con. Now she's talking about, you know what? Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep rubbing salt in the wound, Paige. girl. Go for it. Keep rubbing salt in the wound. No, but seriously, Rose McGowan, she was gorgeous in real life. I met her several years ago. But anyway, I'm name dropping now because that's exciting. Don, could you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your five-minute con campaign? The five-minute song challenge or the con campaign? I'll tell you about both just yeah, so I'm that it. nice. Um, no, the five-minute song challenge uh, was kind of tied into a multitude of things. I also had done a bit of UNICEF fundraising as well from more members of the Geek and Sundry forums. Join today. Uh, the uh, great, great, great air hangout, Jens Reineking, was uh, wa was wanting to do a Indiegogo campaign for, to benefit UNICEF at the time. So one of the, like, I think, $200 or $250 like perk, because we were creating the 
perks, I suggested, hey guys, I do music. You know, I've been doing it for a long, long time. How about I'll do like a cover of something if, you know, you hit 250. And what was the big thing at the time? It was that Yelvis song, The Fox. Oh, so uh, I was then, because we hit that mark and we far surpassed it, uh, I had to make a cover of the Elvis Fox, uh, which is all these things I reference on YouTube are on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash classy Don Diego. Um, just a heads up for anybody who's listening. So basically, uh, I did a, a Fox, what does the Fox say, kind of metal cover, and I did a video of that out in like a park, which is just some footage we need. And then the five minute song challenge was a joke that was kind of, not joke, sorry, it was one of these little trend hashtag things that was going around where various people were challenged to make a song in five minutes. And I'd seen people do amazing stuff with ukuleles and things like that. And one of the, the genres I know, like the back of my hand, is kind of that uh, 80s kind of hair metal type thing, uh, just because of uh, my uncles kind of getting me into that when I was very young. So I was like, I can do that. So I've also recorded the video. I have a song and I have the video of me creating that song. So I created a five minute 80s hair metal song with Matt and I did the vocals for it which was a one take because I didn't have lyrics so I made it up in one take so the lyrics are the stupidest things I've ever ever sung in my entire life but you know it's fun I got to sing in a super high falsetto as if my balls had been kicked really really hard uh, as, as well as I could do like one track guitars which I'm still disappointed in but you know you can't have perfection it's a five minute song so that was a lot of fun that's excellent so did you have to do the crazy sounds that they do in the fox uh, when I did the, yes, that was Could a lot. Could you give us okay, an example? So, I, w- I want to hear an example. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I did it all on the guitar. That's the thing. So whenever we got to yep, 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 and wow, wow, hee you know, all those like redonkulous uh, kind of parts, I, I literally like, and you'll see in the video when I'm creating these sounds, where, like I was just with the guitar and like putting my pick not on a fret, like just scratching it across places. And then we're doing like weird effects, like where we discovered a one effect that me and Matt could do. And I was like, that's the one for that one part. So every one of those things in the Fox song, every time I did a repeat of like the, the again I mentioned uh, I, I do uh, music uh, instrumental music well when you do instrumental music you got to keep it interesting every time you can't just repeat the same thing over and over again so every time in the Fox we went back to the verse I had to do something different with the chords I do something different with the guitar or the synth behind that or you know towards the end where they have that slowdown I had I grabbed an acoustic and I did the slowdown part where, uh, so all that was was a lot of work to be honest because i had to listen to the song endlessly on repeat then write new parts to it so yes if you go listen to that song promoting my youtube channel youtube.com slash classy don diego you can see me create and then listen to my fox cover and you can see the crazy sounds that i make on the guitar it's fun wow so guitarists absolutely fascinate me because the best i can do is smoke on the water and even then it's really bad but when i went to school there were these twins and they were excellent guitarists have traveled all around japan and australia and there was this one trick they did when I was 17, which blew my mind, where uh-huh. they were next to each other and then they would uh, bend over and they'd play each other's guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, really seen, cool. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. I've seen people do that. I've seen, you know, there's guitar. It's kind of the ego instrument. Let's not lie, everybody. Mm. Uh, behind being the singer, you're usually like the front man. And you have to do all these cool solos. You get to stand out from everybody, which... Uh, I, I try to be a humble guy, but I'm not gonna lie. I have those moments as well. So uh, when you're learning guitar, like there's a bag of tricks that I think all guitarists have. Or like if I do this thing, everybody's mind will be blown, and they don't know that I'm really like it's not that hard. But I know it, and it looks really cool. So yeah, I've got a I've got a couple of tricks in the old bag if I ever want to appr- uh, impress people. But really, you don't even have to be super super technical as a guitarist. Uh, just a shout out to anybody who ever went to university. Get a uh, acoustic guitar, play Wonderwall, and look deeply into a gal or gal guy's eyes and that's all you need it's all you need (laughs) so have you ever lit your guitar on fire or played it with your teeth any of those tricks I uh, tried the teeth thing. It was difficult. I had the strap like completely fall off in the middle of a solo, but I caught it on my knee, like just as a reflex. So I, I just pretended like that's part of the thing. And I, now I like, I got down onto one knee and I'm like playing the thing as if I was like, uh, it's a reference to anybody who's a guitar fan. Ingve Malmsteen cover. Looking at Ingve Malmsteen uh, like uh, album cover where he's like doing this crazy like stretch pose on his knee playing guitar. That was me at one bar when my strap completely fell apart and I had to do that. So I've done that. I've done uh, when I had long hair. I would just do whole parts where I would just just headbang circle my head in, in a circle and not look at the guitar and just do the whole solo that way and then as soon as I come back up I'm dizzy beyond all belief and somebody has to help me not fall off stage but it looks like the coolest thing in the world <laughs> oh I love it I just I really wish I could play the guitar I don't know what I'd really do with it but it does look cool you're right it is a bit of the ego instrument mm-hmm. um 
And I think we've already established, Blair, you play the saxophone. Is that right? I do. I do. Yeah. And Joey, what do you, do you play an instrument? Um, I do. It's called Winamp and iTunes. <laughs> Kicks the llama's <laughs> oh, I'm ass. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Kicks the llama's ass. Uh, no, but um, <laughs> when I was a kid, when R.L. Stein's uh, the Girl Who Cried Monster book had come out. It involves piano lessons, and, and that inspired me to go into piano, which lasted all of about a week, and I could play the opening chord to um, Furley's and In the Hall of the Mountain King. And, and by the way, In the Hall of the Mountain King is one of the greatest pieces of music ever written, and anybody who can play it on a guitar or on any other instrument in the world is my hero. Give me like an afternoon. Challenge accepted, Donya. Do <laughs> oh, you, 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 you guys don't even know. I, I, I'm, I, I, while I did joke a little bit with Tierlin about like oh, it doesn't matter if you win. I have that in me. So the the whole thing about the fox was I, I, I knew said it. a thing, and I'm like <laughs> I have to do this. Which, uh, yeah, it's it's an addictive thing. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So look, I um, I was just looking at the notes, and <laughs> very shockingly, I see that you do pro wrestling. I'm a fan of pro wrestling. Oh, uh, you're a I, fan I of it. it. I, thought I did you were it as a kid and probably broke something, uh, and I shouldn't have. Don't try this at home. <laughs> we do have one member of right. the Geek and Sundry community, uh, former vlogger Scott Tumulty, is is actually a, a wrestler. But uh, and then we got yeah, and his yeah, yeah. I remember, and I think his, his gal friend was uh, yep. was a professional wrestler when they met. Yep. That was fantastic. Bette Noir, yeah. I believe her name is. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So pro wrestling, it's funny. Uh, I, I I was big into it as a kid when you know you're young and impressionable, and you've got all these figures who are loudmouth and cursing. And it's risque and it's bad, and you think these people are really bad mfers. I don't know. I think I cursed earlier. So you think they're just bad dudes. Um, as yeah, I kind of broke away with it as I you know went to uh, high school and university and things like that. But towards the end of coming out of university, I just kind of like watched the product one time, and knowing you know it's not real and knowing it's scripted, I had this uh, different appreciation for it it was because i realized it was improv theater with physicality and and jumping off of high ledges and you're you're calling a match in the ring you have a general idea of who's going to win but you're listening to the crowd and you're feeding off their reaction and you're like oh i need to like get this guy to look really good so i'm gonna beat him up so they feel sympathy for him and he's, he's the underdog and he's gonna come back with a with with you know this amazing sequence but i'm gonna shut it down and he's gonna do it come back again they're gonna get louder i'm gonna shut it down create it's absolutely like music i realized it was absolutely like improv theater and music and as soon as those two clicked to me plus athleticism because I, I being a nerd i I actually did sports when I was younger. I did, you know, tennis and basketball because I was fortunately six foot one by the time I was 12 or 13. So, you know, I, I have this athletic side to me. I have this goal-driven side. So it's a combination of storytelling, improv, and athleticism. And I fell back in love with pro wrestling. So, yeah, I go to their shows. I support their guys. One of my favorite, favorite guys is a Canadian out of Montreal by the name of Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm just a big fan. I watch Japanese pro wrestling, which is a lot of fun because they're crazy. They have intros where they come out with giant swords and raptors looking straight out of final fantasy i'm not joking look it up kazuchika okada comes out with a raptor youtube it i love i love how the japanese always take something that's already cool and they make it just that little bit cooler by going just a little bit weird with it because <laughs> they have no boundaries and that's what i love about them yeah. is i think they don't they, i don't think they worry as much uh, as we do about being kuru and and they go ahead and just take it over the top, and we love them for it. Thank you, Japan. You also scare me sometimes, Japan. You know, I loved you guys. I, <laughs> and I love I, your I sushi, the language. Japan. Yeah, I love you. I love your sushi. I loved your language. I love some of your art. But then you also scare me, guys. Maybe sometimes take it easy, Japan. I just realized when you're talking about your love for pro wrestling, you actually sound like Dean from Supernatural. If anyone has seen that episode. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Speaking of Supernatural and nodding back to cocktails, uh, just want to throw this out there for anybody um, who likes to go out and have a drink. Um, if you ever visit the United States um, towards the West Coast, it's a little bit mid-coast, but a little bit towards West Coast, uh, there's a small chain of restaurants called The Rock. And if you love the soundtrack of Supernatural, this is the place to go. They have amazing food there. And they have this amazing cocktail there and it's called um don't fear the reaper and it mm. tastes like alcoholic cotton candy and it is the greatest mm. thing in the world it, it comes in like a clear ghostly pale bucket yes and when i say a bucket i mean it comes in like one of those like sand castle pale buckets that you get the kids at the dollar store for going to the beach it is that big and it is delicious 
So the Reaper tastes like cotton candy. Yes. So don't fear the Reaper. He tastes like candy. <laughs> I got the song in my head now. It's stuck. Yeah, me Blue too. Blue actually. Good stuff, guys. Hmm. What? I said blue. Oh, go ahead. <sighs> Hold on. But sorry. No, no, I was telling you to go ahead. Now, now oh. we're all super polite. We're Canadian all of a sudden. It's okay, we can edit this No, Retcon! Go ahead. <laughs> Retcon. Joey the editor in three, two. What's the longest you've ever had a song stuck in your head? Ooh, holy smokes. Um, I, it took forever to get into the smartphone thing. I only got a smartphone like maybe two, three years ago. So, uh... I couldn't listen to music when I was out and about. So being a musician myself, you look at music differently. So I've had anywhere from maybe like two to three hours where I'd be, because I would also take the train to university to and fro uh, every day. So I'd have a good two hours of my alone time to myself. And if I wasn't reading like the newspaper or something like that, it would be a song. Every part I knew of the song, every lyric I knew of the song over and over again. So there was a summer where uh, Lady Gaga, Bad Romance was my jam for... <laughs> like entire train rides and i feel sorry for the people who looked over at me probably mouthing it subtly not so subtly actually to be honest i know myself uh probably mouthing it really obviously under my breath as they're like what the hell is wrong with him does he need help like do i need to get an officer like is we gotta get him off the train like what's going on here uh as you know bad romance have you heard the hailstorm cover I have. And also, if you want to hear some really fun covers, there's a good Katy Perry meets Power Metal yes, cover. Yes, there is. So if you're a fan of Katy if you're a fan of Katy Perry or Power Metal or both, uh, please listen to it. It's on YouTube as well. You know, a lot of great things are on YouTube. Like Probably. Classy Don Diego's oh YouTube. YouTube.com slash Classy Don Diego. There we go. The three oh, I or love four that you're now. your I've own publicist. She is such a diva. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a song, um, it was actually Megan Trainer's No, so Joey, you'll be excited. I had that song stuck in my head till about 3 a.m. And I was just in bed for about three hours trying to sleep. But every time I rolled over, it, you just hear it sort of enter your mind and just go over and over and over on repeat. And it's just the worst when you can't get a song out of your head that actually stops you from sleeping. Has anyone else ever had that before? Yes, I, I have. have right now. It's that stupid <laughs> Rihanna song, Work. Oh, oh no! Okay, it's like I'll be. I'm I'm not somebody who wants to mu- who likes to music bash, and I've always got great respect for Rihanna. But I'm sorry, that is not a song. It is work, work, work. Like that's the only word in the whole entire song is work because everything else is strung together so fast you can't differentiate any words. It's mumbling and the word work. That's all it is. It gets stuck in my head rather at night while I'm trying to go to sleep because I have to work the next day or in the morning as I'm trying to get those last few minutes of sleep before I get out of bed, reminding me to get my ass out of bed to go to work, 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 work. I'm like, I fucking hate that song. I'm sorry. It's just, just listen to, uh, no, listen to Dolly Parton 9 to 5. Maybe that can take its place. Ugh. No, no, no. Better yet. Yeah, that- better yet. Britney Spears, Work Bitch. <laughs> yeah. That, is, that, was actually, be better. that song came out. That was actually like my work ethic anthem when that song came on even now when it comes on like i get into a zone and stuff that would take like an hour gets done in five minutes i'm like yes let's fucking go (laughs) i have this fun theory about people especially musicians because i talk to a lot of musicians and we're usually very appreciative of all styles of music but then i think there's a secret sadistic side of ourselves that we all talk about this thing sometimes we just want to listen to terrible music and we just commit 100 percent to it and, you know, a song like Work or uh, because of where I, I work, we also always have music going up. I mean, I do accounting, which is, you know, fun. You guys don't know how much I get off to a T-chart. But uh, <laughs> what we'll also have is a radio going on in uh, above to somebody's, like, playlist or Pandora. So sometimes, like, Fetty Wap will come on. Uh, you guys look up who Fetty yeah. Wap is if you don't know. Rapper. Get a boy knows that. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I love I love trap music. You know, I'm in Atlanta, so I get a lot of, like, mm. uh, great rap, hip-hop, trap. So sometimes it comes on, and I cannot stop myself from just, yeah, baby. Like, I'm just into it. I'm doing the whole nine. Like, I'm dancing, and I'm... Eh, sometimes it's just crap music is a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's 80s rap and R&B, or 90s R&B. That's, that, that's the guy you guys don't want to see. <laughs> that's the guy that no one <laughs> believes exists. Like, snap, I got the power, I'm done. I'm just over. My it, guilty pleasure 80s rap song is Tricky, 
Tricky, tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around. Oh my god, it's so much fun. <laughs> oh, I have to hear you rap. Midnight. Oh, I've never heard an Australian no, rap, rap. Come, except for Iggy Azalea. Come on. <laughs> I can't rap. I actually don't know any words to a rap you song. You were just doing it a second ago. <laughs> because <laughs> it was the same word over and over. My guilty pleasure rap song is actually, it is off of the Nightmare on Elm Street 5 soundtrack. Um, Ooh. Hold on. I have to pull up the iTunes for this. Hold on. Searching. Okay. My music. While he's doing that, go ninja, go ninja, go. Vanilla Ice. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, God. Ice. Back with a brand new invention, something grabs a hold of me tightly. <laughs> Daily and nightly. nightly. Will yes. I ever stop? You'll never stop. I don't know. I don't know. Put down the beat. Not flow. This is the, to the whitest extreme, thing in the world. Like a vandal, Everybody right listening stage, right now. Chump like a yeah. candle Ooh, dance. There we go. It's coming out. There we go. <clears throat> See? You're no, stupid beer. I'm not ginning this one up, though, but I am bearing it a little bit. Okay, <laughs> so the, the song is called Let's Go by Cool Modi. Oh, Cool Modi. That's a name from the past. Yeah, it starts off with, so, what do you think of Jack the Ripper? And then it has the uh, Vincent Price laugh going from speaker to speaker, and then the song starts. Yeah, I know I'm weird. Come on, no, sing it. Rap it. Yeah, we're waiting. Uh, I don't remember the. I don't I, unless the song's playing, which we can't play on here because you know copyright issues. <laughs> I can't. I can't rap to it. <laughs> uh, although I do remember, recall there's a part where he disses LL Cool J in it. Yeah, Cool J was 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 a lightning rod for for a lot of people back then, which I don't understand. I I thought Cool J was was pretty solid dude back then. As it, I mean, now he's even better. But uh, I guess because he was just the most popular guy, so you always want to take the guy at the top down. So, and Kumodi had a very weird style. Anyway, sorry, go on, Tierlin. Hey, Don, how do I pronounce Peloponnesian? Is that right? Peloponnesian? Yeah, that thing. It, Pel- yeah, Peloponnesian. Oh, that was. <laughs> so, uh, for those who are not in the know, you get a little bit of a work, uh, homework before you begin this uh, podcast. So, I ask you things like what your interests are and things like that. So, for fun, I, and I've done this even when I was in university or writing economics papers because I was. Uh, my major, my concentration was economics. It's what my degree was in. Uh, so I always add dumb little answers as well, just for fun. So on one of my uh, things I wrote in for the oh, for the homework was, I, I'm, appara- <laughs> I'm, I'm apparently uh, a virtuoso in Peloponnesian war tactics from the 17th century forward. Uh, <laughs> no, it was just a reference to the Peloponnesian War. I'm a big, actually, uh, history buff, and especially the Greeks and the Hellenics. It was a reference to the Peloponnesian War, which is headed by the Spartans against uh, Athens. Uh, the Spartans kicked the piss out of Athens, who were just coming off the hive, kicking the piss out of the Persians a little bit earlier. You guys might have heard of a movie called 300. Didn't exactly go like that, but a similar concept. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, islands off of Greece. It was a little I'm bit sorry, of a war. So that's what the reference was. Attention to the to the actual plot of Three Hundred. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> really, Joey? Just the eight packs. Really? <laughs> really? Like I, I I I still don't know what the whole point of the movie was. All I know is that it was Sparta, and you lost me at abs. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I have to admit, I've never actually gotten through the entire movie. It was just on my iPod Video back in the day when the screens were like you know, two centimeters long. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, I pretty much only saw abs. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I saw. Um, hey, Don, right, some more yes. stuff you can teach me about. What's Eastern Europe? Yeah, what's Eastern European turbo folk? <laughs> sure. Um, those of you who don't know, I'm from Eastern Europe, Bosnia to be uh, exact. Um, and Eastern European music, it's an interesting uh, eclectic mix because you have the Western Slavic and Northern, sorry, Western Slavic influences. But then around, uh, my history is a little bit off, so somebody please check me. But the early thousands, I believe like around 1100 or so, the Ottoman Empire, big ass empire, starts making their way west from uh, kind of the Middle East Turkey region. And they made their way into uh, parts of what is nowadays Bosnia as well as other places around. So they brought kind 
kind of that Eastern um, kind of Oriental sound, uh, use of chord tones and various instruments. So uh, you have this weird eclectic mix of food and culture uh, and sounds. So it's like part polka, but part like Middle Eastern, like dance, belly dance music. And you have this weird kind of uh, gypsy sound to it as well. Uh, so recently, what my people have done in Eastern Europe, my people who go bowling all the time with their cousin Nico, what they've decided to do instead of squatting and wearing track suits, I'm sorry, while squatting and wearing track suits, is uh, add kind of dance music to our traditional folk music, creating something known as turbo folk. So if you ever have an opportunity, listen to uh, turbo folk from Eastern Europe. It is great. You'll hear like uh, all of a sudden there is like accordion solo and weird, funny uh, Eastern European instrument, but then it's like club beat. Yeah, yeah. And all songs about love and women and things like that. So yeah, please listen to that. It's a lot of fun. As a guitarist, I actually rip. It's 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 because I have nothing better to do in my life. I rip a lot of the uh, ornamentation and techniques actually from that music when I play because it, it gives me a different sound as well. So occasionally, I will even dip my toes into my cultural heritage from playing guitar. I just that's excellent. And an image of a bunch of chavs just sitting, you know, on a bench. Dude, it's very akin to Chaz, but we don't sit on benches. We squat the oh, whole time. Uh, subreddit called Slav Squatting. Look it up, guys. The internet is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Joey. Yes. Do you have rapid fire for us? Um, I do. Uh, I had to go get my permit for it and everything because you know, lost. Oh, good, good. Yeah. No, that's fine. At least you're you're on the board. I, I so am. You, you paid Don his money then, right? Because you know I stole this from him, right? <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I'm just the delivery person here. You know, I'm not I'm like the messenger. This is, checks this in the mail. Sucks. Checks in when the you, mail. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like, what currency is the check in? Is it gonna be Canadian maybe dollars, Aussie dollars, Canadian, or I don't know, maybe. It's a, it's an Your internet money. Your kind of shite right now. So, oh, it's in Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, it's 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 not quite Bitcoin. It's this other thing called Buttcoin. It's a little different. I I'm hoping it it, it works out the same though. As I said, oh, I love that. Uh, <laughs> Oh God! I don't even know. I've got I got images now. All right. Anyways, moving on. It's too hot to handle, Joey. It's too hot to handle. All right, Dad. You ready for these rapid fire? Hit me with it. I I can't hit you with a PDF. I'm sorry. It's not it's not an actual physical object. Oh. But if you're into that kind of thing, hey everybody, make sure you check out his YouTube channel. <laughs> it's youtube.com slash classy Don Diego. He turned himself to a T-chart, uh, t- so uh, check him over at Pornhub. I'm sure there's something there, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah just, just, just type in accountant, and then you'll figure it out. Oh, God, the nightmares. <laughs> All right, here we go. Favorite color? Uh, black. Favorite food? Pastas. Are you a morning or night person? Morning. Ooh, a musician who's a morning person. That's new to me. I'm sorry, that was stereotypical mm-hmm. of me. I shouldn't go there. Yeah, we, you're musicianist. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, a phrase oh, that you use that is just so you. On the other hand. Favorite word. Love. Spirit animal. Woof. Okay, see, I was either expecting something like that, or I was expecting... <laughs> Expecting a giant rooster. <laughs> well, I mean, co- the, 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 I like themes. I like keeping with themes. Uh, so the, a giant rooster slash cock has been a theme for, for a couple of years now for me. So um, I, did, I was going to go that way. But to be honest, like uh, I'm an introvert. So like while wolves are in packs, there is the kind of stereotype trope of the lone wolf. And there's a little bit of that in myself, too. So that's why I'm a spirit. See, I, well, wolf. if you've ever played The Longest Journey, uh, the Nightfall chapters, there's actually a bar that is called the um, the hen and kitten, which of course, hmm. as you can imagine, what it actually means. Yeah, yeah that's that actually clever. I like that. Yeah, it was really I also clever. Like oh puns, man, so I just great. got it. God damn it! Wow, <laughs> even I got it as it was coming Innocent out of her mouth. Mind. <laughs> oh, for shame, Blair! For shame. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. What were you saying? <laughs> it's all good. All right. Uh, your favorite TV show of all time. Oh, shite. That's a tough one. Um, 
one I keep coming back to, uh, I'm not going to lie, I watch a lot of Power Rangers, and then it came back on Netflix, and I'm not going to lie, I watched a lot of Power Rangers. Didn't, <laughs> there's a couple of really rough seasons, guys, but for some reason, I just can't not watch Power Rangers. It's okay, so I have Power the Rangers. entire box set of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I also have the box set for Kiro Sentai Zero Ranger, which is what they based Mighty Morphin Power Rangers off of. Have, have you seen Have you seen a Kiba Ranger? A Kiba Ranger? One more time. Okay, guys, this is great. This is great. Akiba Ranger. Have yeah. you ever heard of that? Oh, guys. So, Super Sentai, the guys who make the Japanese version that a lot of the clips were based right. out of, right? Those guys made a... It's almost like... I, I don't... I can't, it's hard to explain. It's like a parody. So, it's a group of people who are ota, like giant otaku, like big nerds about uh, Super Sentai. So, the show is about how they're such giant nerds and they own a club. However, since Super Sentai licensed this, they have these like dream sequences when they're like battling in the streets against random people and they become the Super Sentai characters, but they're like exaggerated versions of themselves. But because in true Japanese fashion, they'll do things like get drunk and think they're stopping crime, but really they're harassing random people on the street. And then in the middle of their battle, one of them will get sexually like uh, harassed and violated by another dude and he'll be like what's going on and in real life you just realize he falls into a guy's lap like it's really fucking ridiculous and weird but it's so japanese and so hilarious because you get all the references because in all their dream sequences they have all the great rangers come back so you get to see like all the rangers of history and time come back while these maniacal guys are just like having the stupid club and i think my favorite uh because I, I watch it with the japanese with subs one of my favorite lines of all time is one of them like had mistakenly been like oh it was not ranger that one in, in what one season and a guy just slams his book down and he goes no it was in this season you effing noob and i was like is this is this real this is this is real i love oh, this show. man i know exactly what i'm gonna be getting on amazon now <laughs> <laughs> although uh speaking of which and i know i just stepped away from rapid fire but i just want to throw this out there um there was back on the episode with uh trainer jody we were talking about power rangers yes and i had mm -hmm. and i believe i even posed this question with elias as well and i had wondered was there ever at any point in time a pink ranger that was not female and i actually did the research not too long ago and i found out by technicality there was a male pink ranger but it was not like in current story canon, it was a, a flashback sequence because whatever girl was in that role currently, it was her, I believe her father or her grandfather that had taken mm -hmm. the role of that ranger coin. So there was, by technicality, a male pink ranger, but that is the only time it's ever happened. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch, come on. It's like 2016. Let's get a move on this. And, and, to, and to roll on that canon, one, just a little bit longer, sorry for all you guys who aren't Power Rangers fans, um, SPD, one of the seasons of Power Rangers, did a really, really good take of this where they like kind of broke the idea of like, no, 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 the colors aren't, aren't just gender-based, the colors are just rankings, so because what happened is one of, cause one of their guys, I'm trying to remember, did he go back to the past, or, he went back to the past from the future? comprehend that for a second so he's originally orange but then he became blue in the future and then he went back to the past and he was like oh guys no no i was just this color when you know me but then i become this color and so, so basically to them the colors were rankings so hypothetically in their world pink was a ranking that all the dudes hit and then eventually got up to blue and then got to red so that's how that happened very interesting okay so anyways you've just written a book about your life what do you call it son of nothing that was a quick answer He's thought about this question. Yeah, that's un <laughs> no, uh, that's actually something that me and my mother talked about because I want her to write a book because she's got a really interesting life. But for me, it was uh, ultimately like I, Eastern European guy who left because of uh, reasons related to Eastern Europe in the '90s. Do your research, people. Uh, and I came to America, and you know, I have this weird kind of thing where I, I, I'm very much a Bosnian person, but as you can t tell, I've lost the accent. I've adopted a lot of American likes, so I, I'm kind of have a f one foot each uh, place, but I don't feel 100% anything. So I just kind of referenced to my mother one time, like I don't feel like a son of anyone, you know. Uh, and, and her whole thing was, you know, you're my son, and I love you, and I got really uh, after school, especially. But I, I always like that idea of like son of nothing. Uh, so that's that. I'd read that book. I'd read that book too. Yeah. All right. So you have what? Every time you go to ask that question, though, Joey, every time you go, you've just written a book. Every time I get really excited thinking that it's an actual thing. <laughs> I keep thinking, all oh, these people have written books. I'm like, what? Another author? And then it hits. <laughs> no, I no just you. Just you. <laughs> hey, at least I know what the hen and kitten is. Oh, God. I'll, I'll be quiet again. <laughs> 
All right, so you you have a choice of having one album, you know, slash CD. Depends. You can pick your format. Um, and only one that you take with you on a trip to Mars, what do you bring? Ride the Lightning by yes, Metallica. Yes, I love that um, album. Creeping Death is my favorite oh, track. That, there's, not a bad, there's not a bad track on that album. I will defend Escape. By the way, those of you who aren't Metallica fans, Escape was Metallica's attempt to make a radio-friendly metal song. So it's, it's kind of different than all the other tracks. But it's still freaking good to me. And this was a hard one, but I'd listened to the Who Pod so many times that I was like, if I ever get on, if I'm ever asked that question, and I look back through all my things, and I'm like, the, the nostalgia factor, because it was my uncles who got me into kind of heavy metal rock music, the fact that I love Metallica, and that there's not a bad track on there, and the fact that one of the tracks, Fight Fire with Fire, which is the fastest track on there, was the first one I tried to learn on guitar. Not the smartest thing to do, but I eventually got there. So all that reasons are why Ride the Lightning. Yeah, Metallica. Creeping Death is my favorite track on that entire album. Oh, that's a beautiful track. I mean, nothing says uh, heavy metal like in the middle of the song breaking for about a minute and a half to yell, die, die, while speaking about uh, b- biblical stories. Like, that's as heavy metal as it comes. Is there more rapid-fire questions? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did we lose Joey? Oh, we might have lost Joey. Joey. Oh, there we go. Sorry. I, I think my... Meta- I, I, oh, I was going to say... Anyways, retcon. I, I was going to say... I was kidding. <laughs> Creeping death took you out. In three, two. If you could switch bodies with someone for an entire day, who would it be? Um, a dog. I really want to see the world in black and white. Apparently. You just want to lick your own through, balls. Through Come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I've been always, I've been always obsessed with the concept of like, what if I wasn't like. As because you know human beings, we have you know egos and super egos and all that fun stuff. Hashtag Freud. Uh, so I was always wondering like, what it would be to like a, to be a simple creature? And I'm like dogs have such an enthusiasm for everything. Like I'm in the moment right now. I'm loving this. This is amazing. You're back. There's a ball. Holy crap! Ah, I love that. There's food. Ah, oh, cat. Cat's not nice. Like I, I would love to do that just for one day. I can just picture him as Chance from Homeward Bound. Like that's who he is right now. <laughs> yeah, I can too. I'll take it as a compliment. All right, finally, last but not least, how freaking awesome is Toronto Gal? Uh, Ali is amazing. Okay, so uh, for the longest time, me and a couple of the members of the community have trying to like bring Ali out of her shell, like, hey, let's hang out sometime, or hey, come on, one of these hangouts. Uh, I, I'd have various hangouts where we just kind of drink and shoot the shoot the shit and kind of catch up with everybody. And she's, like, stepped in, but she's never really, like, said anything or contributed, and she's uh, she's always been there, like, in, uh, in spirit. And I've realized now, like, as time has gone on, that uh, Ali is, like, like Superman. She's, she, uh, Toronto Gal is, is, is a, a figure that will stand far beyond any of us for like righteousness and thoughtfulness and general positivity in a community, um, listening to both sides, being civil. Um, and, and Toronto Gal just, she, she promotes everything that's good about not just humans, not just critters, not just GNS fans, just about being a human being in general. So I, I, Lally, I know you listen to everything GNS related and human related. Uh, thank you for what you do. Uh, thank you for what I'm sure you're going to continue to do. And though we may never meet, uh, understand you're always a great friend of mine in my heart. That is so sweet. I'm a little teared up. I'll be honest. Well done, sir. Okay, so let's head on over before we all get teary and emotional. <laughs> let's head over to the suggestion box. So. I thought that we would do another round of Google Feud, which is what we played with Jessica last week. So for those of you... I'll do it on one condition. Oh, go on. We will play a game of beer, wine, or other afterwards. Oh, dear. You've researched it, have you? I I, I told you. I'm a man of my word. (laughs) Okay. Let's do two rounds of Google Feud, and then we'll do yours, okay? All right. First one. Here we go. How does Google auto-complete this query? How does one become a... How does one become a? Considering the internet is filled with this, I got to say, how does one become a porn star? Oh, okay. Let's go porn star search. No. One thing we learned last week is sometimes you got to be a little out of the box thinking as well. Like, I think there was like, how do I pierce my ear as opposed to just ear before? So um, stuff along those lines. All right, I got one. 
Huh. How does one become mm-hmm. an actor? Okay. I know it sounds boring. No. Oh, come on. No. Oh, I know. What's going on? I, I'm Blair, what you I'm got? I'm going to go to the dark reaches, and I'm sorry for this. I, I'm not saying this to offend. I'm doing this because Google is horrible um, in terms of these sort of searches. I'm going to say gay. Unless you're wrong. <laughs> no. How does no, it become okay. a gay? Oh, so the God. very first one is delegate. Huh? So, oh, well, election. Okay. Yeah, second one, super delegate. Saint, Supreme Court Justice, Christian, Judge, Leader, Sociopath, U.S. Citizen, or a Butterfly. (laughs) So I was going to say Scientologist, and then I was like, no, I got to go harder than that, and didn't matter. I was going to say President. Just for the record, any one of those roles can be a homosexual. I'm just throwing that Mm -hmm. out there. True story. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Middle America got us on the last time. That's why I was throwing it out there. (laughs) Next one. How long should I? Oh, oh God. You don't even want to know where my mind uh, first. Oh, You're first, Carolyn. Uh, you get this one. Um, ooh. <laughs> how, I'm going to go really, really sweet and just say, how long should I sleep? Oh, number three. Oh, well done. Ooh, good job. Yeah. How long... I feel. I feel like it might be something medical. How long uh, should I be in labor for? Maybe something like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking like, or like, how long should I wait to tell a doctor that I have like a rash or something? Like, um, I'm gonna go with something like, how I don't. How long should I? I, 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 I mumble, mumble. I don't know. I don't. Know. Something. How long should I wait? Wait, wait to tell, talk to the doctor, or how long should I wait to get insurance? Wait to get in. Sure. I'll screw you, autocorrect. Okay. No, I we're one wrong. Immediately after. I got a better one immediately after. Okay, we have two more guesses. How long Joey? should I? How long should I? You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there and be nasty. How long should I have an erection? <laughs> Twenty four hours. What? <laughs> Listen up, hood boy. No, that's an erector set. Oh, uh, confusing you with something Sorry, I see yeah. what I did there. No, because you wrong. knock it down all Are the time. You, you kidding? Know? Even that's not on there. Well, the uh, worst, I know, right? As soon as we go bad on these things, it's always sweet how, stuff how, like how, sleep. How, how, about, how about this? How, my, this one immediately came to me after I said mine. How long should I wait to get married? There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, that's where I was heading to. Get married. No, okay. So number one is <sighs> nap. Number two is baked chicken. <laughs> number four is <laughs> number four is boil eggs then we have bake salmon pump for work for study fast and boil ribs how boring is that i thought we'd have some really crazy ones okay i know after like sleeping with your sister and dating your cousin last week i mean yeah. precedents were set like okay oh, I, know. I know we said sleep on this one and i'm gonna i'm actually gonna give that one to us because the number Absolutely. one was nap i'm gonna give us that one Absolutely. Yeah, I Agreed. Think so. I agree. Okay. So now shall I take the floor? Yes, please, Don. All right. Resurrecting an old game from Hashtag Cocktails Hangout. It's beer, wine, or other. Ladies and gentlemen, the way this game works is very simple. I'm going to say the name of a beer, a wine, or something else. You're going to each guess which one of those things it is. And bonus points if you can guess what the other is if you're guessing other. At the end of it all, we'll tally up the points, but uh, they won't really matter because the points don't matter. We're just here to have fun. So the very first one, Sheep Shagger. Beer, wine, or other. Sounds like a New Zealand type of beer. <laughs> so we have beer for you. Uh, yeah, I, I reckon it's other, but I'll say beer. I'm going to go with beer. I'm going to go other, and I'll be very specific. It's just clippers for a sheep. It is a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What kind of beer Round is two. it? Like, where's um, it from? I, Lord, man, you gave me such a small time. It's from a place. I don't. <laughs> actually, sorry. I, I I just quickly like got these names. I didn't get the full details. Oh, sorry. But you can Google it. The power of the internet. Sorry, Let guys. Let me Google it for you. Please do. 
and we can edit this to make it seem like I know it. So you Google it. You tell me what it is. I, I actually can't. I got a clicky smart. keyboard. So that's to do. Ah, then I will. You, you, somebody Google. I, I can do it very, very quickly. One second. Yeah, right, let's do it, just do it. just pause this recording. Yeah, this is gonna. This. <laughs> I was like, I should have done this ahead of time. It's a Scottish okay, ale. It's sheep shaggle. Oh, you got it. Good. Scottish. Well, yeah. There you go. So I, you, you uh, think that'd be Welsh? No, lots of Scottish jokes with sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll ask you now, Don. I'll say where's it from. Okay. So where's that beer from, Don? Um, hate to be stereotypical, but that is from Scotland. Oh, really? Of course it is. Of course. Why am I surprised? <laughs> of course. That's all right. Don't worry about it. We've all seen the wedding photo. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have now, haven't you? All right. So... The next one is Pet Petter. Is this another hen in the cat thing again? <laughs> I'm going to guess that it's other. And it's just like, you know how um, the Japanese have that little like chip picker upper thing where you use it to pick up chips when you don't want your hands to get dirty? I reckon mm-hmm. it's like that where you don't want to get your hands dirty petting your cat or whatever. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that it's other too. Like it, it, it more or less is exactly what the name of it says that it is. Like, it actually pets the pet for you if you're a lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> wine. Want wine. Wine. All right. But wine's meant to sound it is. posh and pretentious. Uh, good point. You know? Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. So, pet petter is... Another yes, it is in fact a simple uh, device which, uh, you, with a pressure pad, your pet steps on. Oh, it will damn. start like stroking, kind of a comb <laughs> back and forth to kind of pet your pet, uh, as seen on. TV. Did you guys share these notes beforehand? Did you, are you sending each <laughs> other instant messages? Because the pair of you are knocking this out of the park. I'm just I don't know. I guessing. I think it's just great minds. Oh, I'm terrible. Okay, <laughs> okay, you have to bear in mind. Okay, I now live in the Seattle area, and. If anybody who is familiar with the area knows that there are breweries and wineries out the ass in this area, <laughs> and I have seen enough to know that I could probably guess one of the three in this game. <laughs> All right, number three. Stupid child. Oh, I think that's a wine because that does sound snooty. <laughs> She's got a point. I'm with her. Wine. I'm You're torn. trying to jump on the bandwagon because you think I'll be right. Well, you <laughs> haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> oh, prepare to be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say other and say that it's actually a stupid child. It is an other. It is actually the name of a mop. Okay, so I was close. A mop. Joey on it's fire. A yeah, so you bet on the wrong horse. I think we got to copy Joey. Don't be jealous gotta, of my boogie. Got to <laughs> bet on the American horse, apparently. Around four of five. Old fart. Me. <laughs> Other. That has to be. That has to be a beer. See, okay. The way that I'm imagining this in my head, like, it would be really easy to say that it's other and that it's some kind of, like, stupid toy. But then there's also the part of me that says it would be really easy to say that it's a beer because of the stereotype that old that old farts like to drink their beer or whatever. So I'm going to step outside the box and go with wine. I, I would go with beer. Old fart is a California-based... Yes! Oh, my God. God, killing it! Wow, Jerry. killing four for it. four. This is insane. I'm telling you guys, if I was ever on a game show that featured this, I'm going home with a million dollars. <laughs> I believe it now. Okay, we need to pitch that TV show. There you go. <laughs> the final question. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Going possibly for the perfect game, Joey. It is the old leg humper. This actually sounds familiar. 
I know. I oh, Fuck. I this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Does that mean oh, you're Googling? Oh, oh, beer, beer, <laughs> totally beer, beer. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, beer. I gotta go with beer. the guy who's a perfect game right now. So you guys were putting it all on the line on the perfect game. There's a unanimous decision. This final answer. Everyone's yes. final answer. It is an Ohio base. Yes! Hey, well done, Joey. I passed. <laughs> I failed miserably, but I got one. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for voting me as this month's Miss August. It's an honor that I will remember as long as I can. <laughs> Uh, for those of you in Florida, we'll have a recount oh. later because of the validity. Oh, no, I'm just sorry. That's, that, that's an old joke. That is a that's an old joke. I'm dating myself. All right. An Al Gore joke. Wow. I know. The Canadian got it. What the hell? That was a lot of fun. I want to play more of that one. Obviously not uh, like right guys, now, but later. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys are free to use it. Just honor me, give me credits, and uh, when you blow up and have all the monies, uh, throw me a percentage. And uh, mention your YouTube channel. I mean, what, what, you what is your YouTube too. channel again, Don? Oh God, that's it was right on the tip of my tongue. What was it? Um, you know, you can always go into my Twitter. That's at classy underscore Don. Uh, I could always link it up to you there, or you can go onto the SoundCloud for my uh, side project with Matt. I think I, you might find the link there. That's uh, Matthew R. Christ at SoundCloud. Um, if you're also a fan of just instrumental heavy metal, maybe the YouTube channel is linked to that. That's uh, Moyer.bandcamp.com. M O R I E R dot bandcamp.com. Or maybe I posted it in the Geek and Sundry forums. You can find me there, Classy Don Diego, as well. Or maybe, oh, that's what it was. It was youtube.com slash Classy Don Diego. Oh, Finally got to it. I, I can't believe I forgot that one, but I've never heard of that channel before. So I, Wait, what were we yeah, talking I really about? struggled to remember it. <laughs> Let me say it all again. So, <laughs> what a journey. What a journey. <laughs> all right. So before we uh, wrap this up, uh, any other last fun little tidbits you can share with us? I mean, I could talk all night, but uh, for those of you out there who are any interested in me or any of the things I'm talking about, uh, of course, I write music. I'll make more of that. I'll blast all over the Twitter. But if you should ever be at a convention that I'm at, one of which will be San Diego Comic Con, another one of which will be Dragon Con, and any that I may go to in the near future, I run a con campaign, a game of D&D with uh, anybody who wants to join, where we are fighting redonkulous monsters, usually comically parodying, uh, it, I mean, I ripped this from New Jody, if you're listening, so the idea of like a parody D&D game. So join me. We'll have drinks. We'll have a good time. It'll be great. And the story keeps evolving with every convention I do, with the random people coming in and out, so it becomes this redonkulous overarching thing so i run a con campaign if you find me at a convention hit me up on twitter we'll hang out or if you just want to hang out with me uh, hit me up on twitter we'll hang out uh, i'm a pretty cool guy yes yeah, that'd be awesome yes uh, hopefully i can come to america next year that's the goal oh please do uh, I, it's a big country but i think there's a few spots that are worthwhile she's got a book tour yeah. perhaps next year I do. Oh, they they I, are planning a book tour for me, so fingers crossed I can go to all the comic oh. cons in between and yeah, do that. That'd be fantastic. Stuff. Dragon Con's great for that, by the way. Uh, by the way, it, we we really support uh, a lot of uh, books uh, writing novelists. Like SCCC is kind of the commercial, like big TV production and big movie production places, but Dragon Con's really really great for uh, prepping books and things like that. Sweet. Okay. And also, we should totally do a music collaboration. Just I mean, that's, I'm totally game. I just find some time, you know, in between everything else I do in my life, but I can totally. <laughs> yeah, I can me do too. No, that's awesome. Well, um, I'm going to chuck it over to Joey. You're going to tell us just a little bit, bit about your social media pages. Where can we find you, darling? Um, just around the river bend. Oh, no, I'm going to start singing that. I love that song. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love Pocahontas so much. I had a Pocahontas doll and her arm fell off and I cried for weeks. Oh, my God, you when savage. When I was four. I was four. <laughs> All right, so I know, right? people can find me on Twitter at JoeyCouture underscore. And I'm also on YouTube with under JoeyCouture. Um, though you'll see it list, you'll see me kind of use it as Joey Couture TV because that's the kind of direction that I've gone with it. Um, I have the series finale of the Life is Strange Abridged uh, coming up 
on Thursday, June 2nd, and the premiere of the abridged Rise of the Tomb Raider streams. Uh, those That premiere date starts on the 3rd of Friday. Um, so basically, if you're not familiar with the abridged series, basically what I do is I take one of Felicia's three-hour Twitch streams, especially if she focuses on one game for so long, and I cut it down into a really hilarious highlight reel while sort of kind of following along with the story. Uh, Life is Strange kind of took it a different turn. Um, Editing-wise, it kind of got edited much like you were watching a highly intensive drama on, like, Canada TV or ABC, for that matter. Um, but Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is really cool, I've gone back to the editing, the editing kind of style that Legend of Grimrock was, so it's got a more hilarious uh, jump cut to it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. So I, I, I cut it down to a really, really short thing, um, in a nutshell, basically. And you can also find me in the Team Human Facebook group. Um, I do have an actual... F- Joey Couture Facebook page. The only thing is, I haven't paid a lot of attention to it. It was more for when I was uh, doing my DJ thing. It needs to be revamped. Um, but other than that, that's about where you can find me right now. Wonderful. Before I go over to Blair and Don, I just want to talk about Honey Roast that we've started up because I keep forgetting to bring it up. Um, so Honey Roast, a few of you have probably even seen it on Facebook. Um, the logo was made by the wonderful Joey. And if you've ever heard of Roast Me, it's um, this new trend online where you put up your photo with a little sign saying Roast Me and people all over the internet just say really, really cruel things, kind of like um, that the comedy show that's on. And even though, of course, people are, are doing it off their own volition and they think it's funny, I think it's quite a negative trend and I'm not a big fan of it. So I thought if we start up the Honey Roast, whenever you're having a bad day, if you feel bad about yourself, emotionally or physically or mentally put up a photo of yourself with um a little piece of paper saying honey roast me and let all the positive comments flow just to make you feel a little bit better about yourself because we all have a bad day from time to time so look up the honey roast group on facebook and please join because just like team human i think it's really important to spread optimism and positivity and kindness as far as we can because I don't think there's enough of that in the world sadly so yeah I just wanted to jump in and say that before I forgot wonderful idea I'm gonna go absolutely wonderful idea (laughs) yeah so definitely we we want some more people so we can really get started on that but anyway Blair where can we find you Find me at Apart most things. The hood. <laughs> find me in the hood. <laughs> um, can find me at most things at Blair Beverage, Blair Beverage on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all those sort of things. I also do uh, Hoopod at Hoopod, uh, the Hoopod Facebook group. Please, everybody, join. Um, we all. You can also see me at the webisode Watch Stuff on Facebook and Twitter, and 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 all the things. Uh, all of these uh, things are listed on my YouTube channel slash Blair Beverage. Uh, and I will be on a web show, which I still don't have an air date yet. Sorry, folks. Um, I did get confirmation this week. I will not be in episode two then, uh, but I will be in episode three. And episode two will be released soon. Um, I, 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 if I had a date, I'd give it to you guys, I promise. But uh, we don't have one yet, and uh, we'll have one soon. <laughs> Awesome. And now, Don, I just oh, I cannot remember where your what your YouTube channel is. <laughs> where do or we where find you? Can find you? Me? Uh, you can find me in the club. I've got a bottle full of bub. Look, Mama, I got what you need. Don't worry about it. That's a that's a different guy. That's a different persona of mine. Um, no, you can find me on Twitter at classy underscore Don. You can find me at YouTube on youtube.com slash classy Don Diego. Or you can just search classy Don Diego. You can find my music warrior.bandcamp.com. I feel like I've said this before, but basically search Classy Don or Classy Don Diego and I'll be there. No, I, and I, if you need I anything don't think else. you have said it. So no, thank you for, uh, for telling us just now. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you so much. Um, that was another episode of Who Pod and thank you, Don, for coming on board. Big round of applause for you. And Ooh. we shall see you next time. Thanks, guys. 